0: Want to travel more but hate to fly? Do the cost of those plane tickets always stop you saying yes to your next trip? Keep listening because this episode is for you. Today we dive into one of our favorite ways to travel, where the journey is just as fun as the destination, the classic road trip.
1: Welcome to the Travel More Podcast.
0: Each episode, we share custom itineraries, travel hacks, expert advice, and even stories of our past travel failures to help you level up your travel game.
1: I'm Shelly, a lover of plans, itineraries, and cheap flights. I'm an expert deal finder with one eye always on the budget.
0: And I'm Bruce, the improviser, ready to pick up where plans fail to turn letdowns into unexpected trip favorites. We're here to bust through barriers that stop you from making your travel dreams a reality.
1: So book that flight, buy the tickets, and say hello to your next adventure.
0: This is the Travel More Podcast. So welcome back to the Travel More Podcast. This is our fifth episode. And today I'm excited because we're going away from international trips or flying and talking about the good old-fashioned road trip.
1: Our one true love.
0: Yeah, man. You know, I think it all starts with a road trip, right?
1: Yeah. Well, we started road tripping. That, that was like our very first thing. I think we road tripped in the first month that we were together.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, actually, now that I think about it, our first like adventure together, well, Shelly and I were working in a place we couldn't really leave because we were doing theater and mm-hmm. we were busy every day. Yeah. But towards the end of the season, we may have had one day off. I
1: think we had two.
0: We had two days off. But
1: not the night.
0: Right, because the night we were day. still doing shows, so we yeah. were in Cape Cod, yeah. shout out to College Light Opera, <laughs> and we left to go visit, I guess, my town. Yeah, we saw my house, yep. like where I grew up, yep. which was only a couple hours away. Yep. but that And that was a midnight road trip, too. It was a so midnight. that was one of our first...
1: We started off strong (laughs) with crazy road trips. And since then, we've only done crazier and crazier and crazier road road trips. trips.
0: But you know, the cool thing about road trips and why would you want to do them when we're thinking about, I guess, just traveling more, getting more travel into your life, they're probably the easiest, can be the most cost-effective ways to go places.
1: Yeah. And honestly, they're really easy kind of like entry-level travel because they don't require as much pre-planning. Right. Well, I guess it depends on what type of road trip. The one we're going to talk about today requires an immense amount of pre planning. But in general, like they don't have to. They're not to. as,
0: yeah, and they don't have to. I mean, if you're truly a spontaneous improviser and you want to just go for it, you could leave a lot up to the moment. But yeah. de- again, it depends on how long you're going and where you're going. Um,
1: but they're just a good entry because. You know, you can kind of just say, we're going to go to this place this weekend and you can go. You don't have to worry about plane tickets. You don't have to worry about who's getting you at the airport or how you're getting away from the airport, or your luggage, or your carry-ons, or right, you know all these other minutia type things in travel.
0: I would say one of the things about getting flights that are cheaper, which we've talked about in other episodes, mm-hmm. it can still be challenging if you're not someone who's thinking and planning really far ahead. Mm-hmm. If you if you're not exactly sure and you're getting into it, if planning for a road trip, you have more flexibility. Yeah, with what you do, where you go, and even with gas prices fluctuating over the last few years, it's still going to be more economical, especially mm-hmm. if you're going with friends. Um, I'll just
1: say yeah. If you're not going by yourself, because you oh, can yeah, split everything,
0: and even and then if you have kids and you're not really sure about flying with them, I think road trips can really be the way to go.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we've road tripped, uh, of course, New England, where we currently live. We've road tripped Canada. Um, we've gone to Connecticut to Orlando, Vermont to Memphis. <laughs> Um, and then today we're going to talk mostly about our Connecticut to Washington State and back trip. That
0: was the classic American road yes, trip. Going the all-American. Going out west. Right, Route 66 to- and all. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, we've done quite a few. And, you know, honestly, some of the earlier trips that we took when we didn't have as much money, so flying was definitely out of the question maybe yeah like we did not fly that much um even with finding cheaper cost tickets it was still it still was a lot yeah but you know if we had any event to go to i think we always tried to tie in the idea of the road trip to getting to the destination Mm -hmm. which is a big part of it right so if you spend you know eight twelve hours flying Mm -hmm. to destinations you're missing that because you have to fly
1: yeah and You know, we originally chose road trips because we have a good amount of time off through the year, but I think with the kind of the advent of virtual work,
0: you know, people
1: being able to work from home, I think the road trips are starting to be more and more attractive and starting to kind of make a comeback, so to speak.
0: I definitely think that's the case, um, especially if you're someone who could take up and do your work, you know, on the road. One of our friends actually does that when he comes from New York. He's Mm -hmm. able to take a day, you know, extend his trip, come up to Connecticut and see us uh, because he's able to do some of his work out of the office. You know, he's got one. And you might have one of those hybrids where you only have to go in once a week. So. It's definitely a cool option, yep. um, and you know, I think my favorite thing about road trips is it is all about the journey. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, friend, shout out to <laughs> Andrew. One of my favorite <laughs> gifts that we got for our wedding was a really cool piece of artwork made from license plates mm-hmm. that says "Enjoy the Journey." Yep, and you know, that's the best part about this type of travel is you can really um, every stop you make, everywhere you're going, you can enjoy. Wherever you're going, and you have multiple destinations, so it's just the whole experience can be really fun.
1: Yeah, it does allow a certain flexibility that you don't get when you fly. Right, you get to see everything.
0: Well, and also when you're driving, you can really stop and pace things yourself. Right, uh, which I think is important because uh, you know Shelley and I, as you, when we get into our itinerary for this big road trip we're about to go through. We definitely are long haulers. Yeah. We can go back and forth uh, driving, taking quick breaks, and five hours at a time stay on the road. But you don't have yeah. to do that.
1: Right. There's That's a big thing to keep in mind as we talk about road trips is there are kind of multiple ways, obviously, to do them. One big one that you'll notice um, ours leans heavily towards one side is that flexibility is different from complete abandon. So as always, I, you know, I like to do a bit of both, but mostly planning <laughs> and uh, leave Bruce up for the flexibility part. But, you know, some people like Bruce mentioned before, they do kind of just say, we're going to this place. We'll see when we get tired and we'll pull over and find a hotel. So that's not our style. So the way that we planned this trip is not in that style, Though that's a totally legitimate way to do a road right, trip. Right, just
0: kind of go. Have, yeah. You can have one destination in mind and go where your heart takes you each day to get there.
1: Right. It's just um, not how we did it. So, you know, keep right. it in mind as we go through.
0: So why don't we get into it? Yeah, So let's the next go for part about this, we're going to break down one of our biggest road trips we've taken, which took five weeks, yep. and it was our trip out west.
1: Mm-hmm. So for this trip, we started, obviously, in Connecticut, where we live, and we did a straight, super long haul all the way to Chicago, um, where Bruce's family lives. So we went to go stay with them. Honestly, we wanted to focus on the West as much as possible, so we kind of skipped a lot of... Anything east of the Mississippi? Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, anything east of the Mississippi. Because
1: exactly. we've done a lot of traveling there. And
0: north to south on this side of the country.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm from Memphis, so we've gone back and forth a lot. So we kind of just skipped that.
0: Right. So we got to right outside of Chicago where my brother lives. Yep. And that was our really our first base camp. Yeah. Um, and that was that's about 15 hours, I think, from Connecticut. So really our first destination on this itinerary was the Badlands.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I put the Badlands on there. Partly because I had a friend who went who said it was cool, but I didn't really look much into it. And then I knew that it was a way to get further west, which was the point. Right. So I put it on there, but I could not have been prepared. Also, for how quick, awesome. the quick side Lands note. Was. Not
0: only if you, well, first of all, if you want to see pictures and read about this more, definitely go to our website where you can see some really cool pictures of all these destinations, but the Badlands in particular. But also, when we were, our first version of this itinerary was before COVID. And yeah. we had a lot more like cities in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we started, we, we realized we wanted to still do it. So we turned it really into like national parks and yeah. a lot more places where there weren't a lot of people. So Band was perfect for that.
1: It was literally amazing. Um, we felt like we had the whole park to ourselves. Yeah. There
0: were not many people there. It's a big park. It is. Um, a, it's, it is a big park. It's well, it's, it's not as big as some. No, um, but it's
1: not as frequented as some either. Uh, yeah. So it's not nearly as big as Yellowstone, for example, but it's also Yellowstone's the most popular, you know, park in the country. So it's not like that either.
0: So some highlights for this. We were there for three days. Uh, yeah. we camped. So we took our car, uh, Nissan Rogue, so midsize SUV with, you know, a nice car, was camping, car setup. camping setup yes yeah, so, we're not
1: uh hucking it really. right so we
0: had a cooler we could get we would go get food we had mm-hmm. a pop-up type tent um that was really more like a canopy that had walls so it was yeah. really comfortable
1: we had a really cool um coffee situation we have a uh, what is it called a mocha pot
0: oh the mocha pot it's like a stove pot espresso kind of you yeah. know classic um and we had a little jet boil that was easy to pack up that could be t- you can use it for backpacking, you know, but we mm-hmm. used it for this. Yeah. If I would do this again, I might get one of those like Coleman stoves. We could have a little bit more of a cooking setup, mm-hmm. but you know, we didn't always cook at our camp. Camping was really just our place to sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really easy. It kept things cheap.
1: Yeah, so the Badlands, we went hiking a lot. Um, we almost had a serious fail with uh, not needing enough water or oh, yeah. not having enough water on a 10-mile hike. It was also our longest hike to date at that point. At that
0: point, yeah. It was 10 or 12.
1: I think it was 10. But it's a
0: desert. And honestly, I've never yeah. been any place with the humidity that was under like, I don't know, 50% yeah. regularly.
1: It was a little crazy.
0: So, um, and then- I, re- I never realized how much you don't realize just how much water you lose Just because oh, yeah. it's so dry. You don't feel the heat.
1: Yeah, it was um, it was interesting to say the least, um, but we did survive. and while we were there, we kept seeing these signs for wall drug with <laughs> no context. Like, it would be, like, go see Waldrug, It's 40 minutes down the road or whatever. But it didn't actually tell you what it was. And we didn't have great service here. So at one point, we just decided, like, we have to go see what this is. We've been seeing these signs for, like, 100 miles. Which is another cool thing about the road trip. Especially out west when everything's, like, roadside attraction.
0: <laughs> which I totally <laughs> thought was, like, I don't know not real.
1: I don't <laughs> know then, what we thought. I don't know what I, I thought. I was I'm concerned. am so glad we went to Walter. Oh, it's so cool. Which
0: was like a true western outpost. Oh, yeah. It was um, really
1: cool. It was nice to get some
0: food. It's fun. You gotta go there if you're gonna go to the Badlands. Yeah. I mean, there's really no <laughs> other place to go.
1: No. No, there's not. I mean, the Badlands itself, but if you wanted to get out and, like, sit down at a restaurant or, like, go get or some souvenirs. Get or just right? Yeah. Um, it was a really cool <laughs> spot. So,
0: that was our first stop. Yeah. Um, and then... Our next stop was going to be in Montana, where ultimately we were trying to get to uh, Glacier National Park. But between then, we didn't have any, you know, certain stops. So when we were out at the Badlands, um, I had found, we knew we wanted to stop through Mount Rushmore and just see it. But then even more important and more impressive, in my opinion, was the Crazy Horse Monument. That's still being built there, which I won't go into the history right now, but I'll tell you. Man, if there's one place to go see when you're in this area is go see Crazy Horse Monument.
1: It's very cool. It's got a very cool um, museum as well. So yeah, like you can learn all the history. Like really stuff.
0: important heritage and history of, you know, native tribes there. And also the family who's in charge of building this structure. Some really cool history about that story as well. Yeah. So that was one of the fun things. Um, Mount Rushmore was cool. Definitely was Mount see Rushmore. What?
1: You know, it was, mush, it was, it Mount, was Ru- Mount Rushmore. It was Mount Rushmore. You know? Whatever you what see in is. the pictures, it, um. it is that still. Um, and then we kind of just saw devil's tower like in the distance and we were both like, what is that? And then we realized it's from that movie. Oh um, yeah. Close encounters. Yes. Isn't that it?
0: Close encounters are third kind. Yeah, yeah. And so
1: we're like, well, we should go see it. Cause we have enough time on the way. Cause we had a hotel in Helena, Montana, not quite glacier, but Helena, Montana. And we knew we could make it. So we stopped at devil's tower, which was also a super cool stop. Um, it had a cool little hike. We did about half of it, I think, but we had to cut it short cause we didn't want to make it before, um the sunset to helena it was still quite a haul it was
0: cool because we did go to the museum at crazy horse and then we learned about just migrations of the native people there and this 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 rock this giant formation the devil's tower is really cool but it was kind of like a meeting ground at certain points a year so really great place to stop
1: yeah so we get to helena montana and this is truly just a we need somewhere to stay and we are glad we did this you know, where we were going to camp was only another two hours away, so you'd think like you would just keep driving. But actually, like it was nice. It was already like think a nine hour trek from oh, the Badlands long. to oh, yeah. yeah, Helena. And it was
0: boring a lot of that. It time.
1: was really boring. Yeah. Except for the beginning where we saw all those monuments right. and then it was really boring. Um, like literally we went to go find something to eat. I'm just remembering this right now. And we looked up fast food and there was nothing. It was like 200 Four,
0: miles or. I think it
1: was 50 miles that it searched in each direction and there was literally nothing. So we pulled over to the side of the road and ate the bologna out of our. Oh
0: yeah. Um, I forgot. We always had bologna sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip, get bologna <laughs> sandwiches or get, just always have something. When you're road tripping, man, you always want to make sure you've got water. Number one, yeah, and number two, snacks. Isn't that isn't
1: that (laughs) what you look forward to the most of a road trip though? Is like going and getting your road trip snacks. Yes, and we had a serious haul. Oh yeah, I mean we had a lot. We were trying to be all cool and um, uh, outdoorsy, so we had a lot of things like you know protein bars and jerky and stuff. Um, Right, anything
0: ready for like hiking because we knew we were going to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, sometimes you, you'd think, why wouldn't we just drive the extra 12 hours, but we were camping or two hours, hours. (laughs) sorry, two hours,
1: (laughs) 12 hours would be easy. All (laughs) together it would have been
0: 12, right? Why wouldn't we have done it all at once? Well, this was also stringing together, you know, what was our accommodations? If you're road tripping and camping, it was nice to break up camping once in a while with a stop at like a hotel.
1: Yeah. And during COVID we had to plan our showers.
0: Right. Like, they didn't yes. have
1: shower facilities open at campgrounds anywhere, I don't think.
0: No, and I don't And so yeah. we
1: had to keep putting... Well,
0: not anywhere, but it was the federal parks.
1: I don't think anywhere has showers.
0: Mm, maybe. We'll have to fact check this one. At the yeah. time. These are things that no, consider yeah. your road trip. Wait a
1: second. So... There are shower facilities at these places. They were just closed. One right, in particular right, right. I remember was Yellowstone because I had planned that, like you know, I had planned that as a, a shower location, and it wasn't, and it put us on a very long streak
0: mm, oh of yes. not showering. Okay, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so so just some things, you know, there are some things that are nice to know ahead of time uh, <laughs> when yes. you plan, and there are some things that are more fun to improv. But yeah,
1: so we get to um, Helena. And it was a really cool city. We both were surprised at how awesome that city was. And we kind of said, like, we want to come back, one, for Glacier National Park, because it was also closed mostly because of COVID, um, At but, that
0: time, there was really n- very no COVID cases out west. No,
1: there, uh, well, so, well it, there had been in Washington, but not no, in no, like they, Montana. The,
0: yeah, the mountain area, yeah. not, not west coast. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so there were still things open. Um, yeah. It was really curious to kind of watching the pandemic develop within being out there where so the population is so less dense. So it hadn't really affected them greatly yet.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a weird uh, juxtaposition from where we come from um, on the northeast coast, which everything was shut down. Right. So it was interesting. But anyways, we uh, stayed in Helena and vowed to be back because it was such a cool city. Um, And then we went the next day. Well, actually, remember, we stopped at that grocery store and got some more provisions. Yep. And then we went up to Holland Lake, which, I mean, I feel like we're going to say this a million times, but maybe is the most amazing place I've ever been.
0: (laughs) So one of the best parts about this trip, because some of the bigger name places were closed down, um, it forced us to look at other options. And, you know, camping at Lake Glacier would have been awesome. Yeah. But... If you look a little deeper and check out like state campgrounds, which if I remember correctly was reserve
1: Reserve America.
0: Reserve America. Which I think
1: is also for right. the national parks.
0: Yes, but you could you can look up state campgrounds. Yeah, you can. And I really recommend if you like camping, looking up state campgrounds or even private campgrounds in different states because we were able to find what was I almost don't want to tell people.
1: <laughs> I know. I like seriously it it was literally like a private Glacier National Park.
0: Yes, it was awesome. Like
1: a tiny sliver of it
0: by yourself. And there are a number of campgrounds and lakes around that area. So this is two hours out of Glacier. But, yeah. but it was beautiful. Really, it was it was as close to probably being in like Alaska.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember the we were thinking sometimes. about that. Yeah. While we were there even, really we were like, wow.
0: Awesome hikes. Beautiful. Um, and it was cold too, I remember. We were still, it was. What, it
1: was kind of cold this whole trip.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we were in the mountains, so. Yeah,
1: and just so you know, the trip took place from um, about early June to early July, mid-July maybe. So, you know, it wasn't like August, I guess, but it was was a little chilly, I remember.
0: So, we spent some time there, and we drove up to Glacier, which was awesome. Um, Saw the famous lake there, which, what's the name of the lake? I'm trying to remember. Holland Lake. No, not Holland Lake. That's where we stayed. What's the lake at? uh glacier the big one with the rocks that are oh. colorful, that everybody over uh filters oh, they, yeah they pull the contract <laughs> or
1: all the colors way up yes. oh what is that called
0: oh man it's gonna come to me i thought we're we gonna wrote, to <laughs> to <it. laughs> we'll have to come back to it i don't back.
1: know um but it's yeah it is the lake
0: yes um
1: i almost want to say mcdonald
0: yes I, is that on. right I'm looking at it
1: <laughs> you're literally gonna search it i think it's like mcdonald is it is I right? Yes,
0: you're okay, right. You're right. Perfect. That's that's what I was thinking too. But for some reason, I had like some other like sergeant or you know, like, <laughs> like major.
1: So we did get to go to Lake McDonald. We got to see it, and we get to take the. The rock picture where you can see <laughs> the rocks—they um, were colorful, not quite as colorful as some people's cameras <laughs> make them out to be. Don't yeah. <laughs> so just trust um, the
0: Instagram photos. You but
1: say. they still it was still amazingly beautiful. It's honestly hard to even get a good picture of because of how pretty it is. So I understand why people pull the colors.
0: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent.
1: But anyway, so you know, we spent a little bit of time in Glacier. Definitely want to go back because most of it was closed. We were also by ourselves, and Bruce had an enormous fear the entire time that I was we would not be. That attacked by grizzly bears a little scared and even though we had grizzly um bear mace yeah bear mace and it does say in in glacier national park (laughs) to go in groups of at least three and we're only two and it was i mean it was serious covid time to to
0: be fair the likelihood of being attacked by an animal is so very low but they do
1: say to keep that group of three and we were only a group of two
0: I will say I think the we got rangers did say nervous. the parks have been closed so long, and it was that time of year when the bears come down from the mountains, yeah. and the animal activity was higher because yeah. nobody was around. We
1: did not see a grizzly bear, though, in Glacier.
0: No, but we did later, so we'll uh-huh. tell you that in a second. I'll have to but- stick
1: around. All right, so as we move on... Um, We, our next stop was like the Seattle areas where another friend of ours lives. So this is another um, pro tip in terms of road tripping is it can be a really good idea to go see people that you normally can't go see. Um, One, it's a great way to get there and you get to have all this cool vacation in in the middle, just getting to it, um, the actual journey to your friend. But also um, it is a good way to kind of like stop get your bearings obviously well we hope that you don't have to pay to stay at your friend's house (laughs) um so it can be a nice way to kind of like save your money on accommodations and also get showers you know like cook food with them like really kind of settle in and like Get your bearings again, because it can be really tiring. If
0: you can find an itinerary where you're mapping out things and you can stop and see friends or family, even better. It just makes it easier. And again, it's all part of the journey. Um,
1: If you aren't seeing friends and family, I would seriously recommend finding a place that you're going to go spend. Like, I mean, if it's this long of a road trip, I'd almost spend close to a week, which is what we spent in Seattle. Just because by this time, we had driven, I mean, hours and hours and hours across the entire country. We'd stayed in a lot of campsites and we were tired and this is only kind of in the beginning of our journey still, not even the halfway mark. So we kind of needed that time to come back and you know, get our get our bearings, like I keep saying.
0: Right. So, you know, that was kind of our, our first stretch all the way west, you know, from the very east coast to west coast. And we stayed about north of Seattle, uh, near Anacortes and, and Bow, uh, mm-hmm. Washington. Shout out to Merlin. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: There's so, a lot of shout outs in this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, you got to. So we, we, you know, enjoyed time there. We got to see killer whales. Yeah, whale orcas. watching. Yeah, we got to that do amazing. some really cool stuff there and explore the area before we went south. Yep. Um so our next stop, you know, we had a lot of options here too, which is really fun mm-hmm. um to think of all the places you could go. But you really, you know, you gotta just pick some. Mm-hmm. Um and even after we hadn't planned this out completely. So with the help of our friend who we were staying with, we decided on some areas down on Oregon Coast.
1: Yeah, so the Oregon Coast was I guess one of my highlights in terms of like what I expected versus what the, what I saw. Um And honestly, this was a couple of years ago. I know that places like trend on Instagram, they have been forever, but I feel like this one and actually road tripping in general has been trending more since COVID than it did before. So a lot of these places, I feel like people are like, well, yeah, it's beautiful. It's all over TikTok. It's all over Instagram, but at the time it wasn't. And so I remember the Oregon coast, like being completely blown away by the beauty that was the Oregon coast. Like it was not like any beach I had ever seen before. And we had literally lived at the beach you know, like we right. went to Key West for Christmas the year before. So like.
0: But it's so different. It's the so Pacific. different.
1: Yeah. It and, was beautiful. And now having
0: also gone to like LA and seeing the Southern and Northern Pacific coast. Man, it those are awesome. Those are also different and that, from each that other. that would be either. its own road trip is doing yeah. that. I think it's the Pacific Highway. Right? Yeah, that it is. That road that brings you up and down, which is very popular. And we but, meant
1: to do that, but it had to cancel it because of COVID.
0: Right. So we were going to end up doing even more. Um, but really, California was not open at this time. No. So we decided to stick where it made sense and it was responsible being away from people. But some quick highlights of um, Oregon Coast. We stayed at Tilikum Beach Campground, yep. which was amazing. It's beachfront. It's beautiful. Yeah. It wasn't expensive. We got to see some really cool features like Cape Perpetua, uh, Thor's Well. Remember Thor's Well? Yeah,
1: it was, was actually awesome. a little scary. But it was a little yes, was scary. <laughs> I do remember it.
0: Um, so a bunch of different you know, beach inlets that you can go out and just hike and see. Uh, we went to Newport. We went to Rogue Brewery. That yep, was really cool. That was cool. Um, so that was kind of our end of being on the West. And yeah, then
1: we started going back east. Right,
0: and we did stop through Portland. But again, it was very quick because still well, COVID Yeah, shut down.
1: Portland. I don't even know if we can say we've been to Portland. No, nah, I wouldn't we have say literally We've literally been in there. there but um, everything was closed. Yeah. We were able to get takeout uh, at a place, and that was about it.
0: Right. So then we started our journey back east. Um, and our, our main goal was really to get to Yellowstone next, but we needed yeah. to break it up a little bit. So. And
1: it was my birthday. And it was your birthday. So... <laughs>
0: (laughs) We, um, looking at the map, kind of thinking, all right. And again, this is where you'd think on your road trip, how many hours do you want to drive before you get somewhere? Yeah. Shelly and I are really comfortable doing nine to 12 hour drives and stints. Um, so that put us back in Idaho in the sawtooth mountains, Yeah. which really cool place. Really never cool. really realized the beauty of these mountain states but man
1: it's a common theme <laughs>
0: yeah Idaho so gorgeous you know and if you're a skier we re- we got to stop through some of these major famous ski areas like this was Sun Valley I believe yep. but we stayed a, probably an hour away from that um, where there's a ton of hot springs and even like an old ghost town kind of like mining yep. uh, gold mine town
1: Idaho City I believe is the name Idaho of that.
0: City very cool little it was spot very cool. Um, some really fun things to see and we say this little hotel i guess it was was an airbnb it was an airbnb right
1: it was like cabins
0: cabins and they had hot springs that would fill up like a tub
1: like Um, a hot tub in your little back porch area Yeah, i remember we got there and it was so incredibly hot and I was like, what is the point of this event? Like, it will literally burn your skin off. But then I saw... You have to mix it. Yeah, with they like, actually had like a hose water or whatever. Yeah, right. that you could uh, make it your own temperature because right off the bat, it was so, so like There's boiling. a lot
0: of hot springs to find and explore. Um, there was one we were going to camp and stay overnight at, I remember, but we didn't end up doing that one. But
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that we found that out though until we were there. I think it was
0: closed, right? I don't to, know. I
1: think that we got there and we're like, oh, you can stay here. I don't know that we know, knew that because also this we're trying an to improv
0: thing right? and we're
1: trying to plan our showers here. right And this place that we save as Airbnb obviously has its own showers.
0: So. so long story short, Idaho, really awesome. Big mountains. Idaho uh, honestly
1: springs. is a place that I would want to just drive through. Right. Like I would be sad if I flew into it and flew out. You'd miss like everything.
0: That is a big again. Like enjoying just the scenery. Um, there were some stretches that were pretty dull. Like to yeah, be honest, the Montana
1: one was and pretty the dull. The
0: Dakotas are just yeah. flat.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but this one was not one of those. This one was amazingly pretty. We even saw a little family of mountain goats. Oh yeah. On the so side when we were road. driving
0: out after we stayed um in that area where the hot springs were, we saw mountain goats, which are actually pretty rare to find. Little family. Yep. They were of the white road. ones.
1: We saw like the grayish brown ones in the Badlands, but this was like the... F- are they both straight... called
0: mountain goats?
1: I don't know. It's we'll another thing we're going to well, we'll anyway, have to fact the, check. Well, fact check in this one too. The
0: ones that are like on the insignia for Glacier Park on Montana are the white ones with the horns. Yeah, So we saw, we saw those really cool goats, but we drove through Sun Valley. And then before we went into Yellowstone, we actually stopped at another national park um craters of the moon Mm -hmm. which was really cool um i didn't know anything about this park
1: this was a total like improv stop
0: yep so we we saw it on the map on the way and we had to stop and it's just like volcanic area of idaho Mm -hmm. and it was actually where um the first moon landing crew trained because the 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 terrain is was what they thought would be similar to like the moon. And it I mean, really it, is it looks like, like it. It's really cool. <laughs> it it's is a, really cool. Well kept another great like national park. Um so then we made it to Yellowstone.
1: Yeah. So Yellowstone was our rare occasion of I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself here because I don't want to speak for Bruce, but Yellowstone was um I disappointing is too strong of a word. But it
0: definitely yeah, we don't you know Go ahead.
1: It just. <laughs> explained it out. After, I'll,
0: I'll after
1: the many camping trips we had experienced up to this point, we got to Yellowstone and it was like Disney World camping. And listen, like, I love Disney. <laughs> I am a Disney person. But what do you
0: mean by that shit? <laughs> this
1: is. um. It just wasn't. It didn't have the same feeling, and the well, people. Well, up until
0: this point, I think we had done a lot of um, less traveled. Yeah, and exactly. More, you know, even some more uh, rugged camping situations. I mean, we weren't backpacking at all, but when we got to Yellowstone, it definitely was the most curated. Yeah. And visited by people who d- had maybe had never really done much anything outdoors
1: yeah there were definitely people who weren't following what we call like the rules of camping right and that can be very frustrating when you're already like you know three weeks into a pretty much fully camped trip that you're kind of like okay we're gonna do this again and then you're like oh these people are like on my lot or these people are like literally blaring music at <laughs> 9 p.m I mean, and then it's, oh it's now midnight there people are a lot are of still people doing there it.
0: right there are a lot of yeah, people, it's there. A lot of people it's, there yellowstone is awesome it's huge and I think if I were to go again, I would not camp on one of the main campgrounds, but see yeah. if I could camp um, off site somewhere else. I'd go to the Tetons, else, like, or go to the Tetons. I
1: would camp right? the Tetons and visit Yellowstone. Right,
0: because like the hikes in Yellowstone, you know. Again, we were only there for two days.
1: Yeah, really, right? just one day because we went to the Grand the Tetons, Tetons which for the was other amazing. day.
0: But I mean, really, going going to like Lamar Valley in the morning and seeing the animals. Um, fantastic and really made me realize how much I wish I had binoculars that were powerful, <laughs>
1: which we have now,
0: but there were a lot of nice people there that helped us. Like, see, we saw, uh, wolves, right? The I red, saw,
1: we uh, think we saw pretty much everything in uh, Yellowstone. We, we
0: did, but importantly, we saw the wolves that were reintroduced not that long ago. They were extinct from the area.
1: I don't know. I saw a wolf while you were in the bathroom at like 5am.
0: Right in our it campsite. Was, yeah. It
1: was like three feet from me and scared me and very badly. we saw
0: the grizzly bear too.
1: <laughs> yeah. But not in our campsite
0: no we saw him well the cool so one thing about Yellowstone that does make it feel a little more like an amusement park is that you're driving on the road and then people will be stopped and everybody's getting out and blocking the road which can be frustrating but
1: well at first you're very excited because you're like oh there's an animal around <laughs> yeah. and then towards the end of the trip you're like it's, it's another- just another bison that was yeah, like a, a thing we kept saying was like oh it's another <laughs> bison yeah.
0: and we'd already seen him in the Badlands but um, we did we did see a grizzly bear which was so yeah. awesome because I was hoping we'd see what we saw a lot of black bears too and yeah, we actually we saw
1: a moose a couple moose couple
0: moose and um we actually when we were hiking in the tetons which it man if there was a mountain range or mountain peak um and hike that we did the tetons are right up there with some of the nicest coolest yeah. things we've done um and also hiking with bears that was cool
1: yeah um, literally hiking with them like they were there very close like what 10 not more than 10 yards
0: um, there just oh, was like,
1: a thing a stream between us. Yeah, there was so some So we water. felt like, oh, it's okay. But well, they you know, were just kind of hanging it helped, out.
0: It helped that there were a lot of people on the trail and everybody was kind of minding their own. Yeah. So we did see a moose. We saw some bears. They were black but, bears. And also
1: when we see a lot of people on the trail, though. A lot of people in the Tetons is not a lot of people in Yellowstone. That's true. Because a lot of people in Yellowstone is literally like you're at a theme park or like Like some sort of yeah, museum. Like it's definitely a like you were kinda shoulder to shoulder with people in quite a few instances. The Tetons were there were just a constant kind of stream of people. But then you'd get into parts where you were by yourself and then you'd go back in and you'd find you know, you'd pass other people. So it wasn't like you were hiking in a Conga line. Like it was still Fairly deserted compared to Yellowstone, which is not right. <laughs> deserted. So, anyways, we got um, Tetons, we did for one day, Yellowstone, we did for one day. And we actually drove the entire park of Yellowstone in that, that one was day. On the end of um, but yeah, it was like a 10 hour drive. So, we had keep a good that overview in mind. of
0: Yellowstone. And yeah, then we it did. did make me realize that if I were to do it again, there were some places you could go that do feel a little bit more off the grid of it
1: i would have done more hiking yeah definitely more hiking because we did mostly just driving i
0: think the best feature of yellowstone and probably of some of these other parks are like backcountry hiking where there's no trail you you blaze your own way typically that means you have to register um with the rangers and get a a backcountry permit there's a process so if you're interested in that definitely look into it um if we had more time and we picked a place i would definitely do that
1: yep So after Yellowstone, we were continuing back east, uh, but we're going south as well a little bit here, um, and we stopped in Colorado. So we stayed in Dillon, Colorado, which we honestly picked because of the distance it was from... Uh, the Tetons and Yellowstone.
0: Right, because we wanted to make sure we're covering ground as, yeah. a, as we're making our way back.
1: And we knew we wanted to stop in Colorado, but we picked Dylan in particular because of where it was. There in, was
0: also a camp campsite. There was a campsite. That was open at the time. And it was open,
1: <laughs> and it was on our route, so it it hit the mark. So this was like the 10th time we had rebooked all of this. So Dylan it
0: was. And Dylan, honestly, I don't think I realized just how um, – centric it was to all the major ski resorts like Vail and Breckenridge. And Boulder was probably only, I think, 45 minutes away. So we kind of came out of the wilderness where we have been staying and got back into what felt like just being in a city of sorts. Still in a beautiful mountains, but it was it was kind of nice because we were getting a bit tired, I'd say, of not showering uh, yeah. and camping. And even with our long respite in Washington State, um, we were getting a bit tired, so it was nice to be in Dillon. I think, no, there were no showers there open, were there? We had to no. wait to Santa Fe. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was a long... That,
0: I remember you were getting like dreads or something <laughs> at this uh, point. Yeah,
1: it was a lot.
0: But it was fun. We did we spent some time in Breckenridge, really fun. And I remember Shelly got an awesome deal on some off season ski. Yeah. Ski gear.
1: That was amazing. They were like, this is all of our ski gear from this season. That didn't stuff. Too. Yeah, that didn't sell. And they're like, which nothing sold because Nobody all the ski skied. resorts closed down right halfway through the season. So they had all this gear when then usually they'd only have like a couple sizes. It was like
0: seventy five percent off. It was crazy. You could never buy I would again.
1: have never bought this stuff yeah. for price because i just couldn't have it's amazing stuff i just couldn't have afforded it um so it was great colorado was just as amazing as we thought it would be and of course we'll be back there at some point as well um and then to new mexico
0: and on the way to new mexico um we stopped at another national park which was really fun
1: another uh improv
0: yes oh yeah because we didn't have this one either no, we just um, saw
1: it, and we're like, "Well, that seems cool."
0: This one is the Sand Dune National Park. Is it Great Sand Dune? I think it's the Great Sand Great Sand Dunes Dune, right? National Park. Great Sand. Dune, and honestly, man, if you had told me, showed me a picture of this and said, "This is the United States of America," I would never have believed you. Yeah, um, it looks
1: like endless desert.
0: Yeah, you'd think it's somewhere. Like, I don't know. the Middle East or
1: something. Yeah, or the Sahara
0: or something like that. Um, really awesome place. In Colorado, this mountainous area, I guess, if you're into geography or like weather, it is cool because depending on where you are in Colorado, you've got desert, you've got like this mountain alpine zone, you've got, you know, different areas. So the effect of these sand dunes is just caused by some of these patterns where all this sand is built up and creates this natural area, um, one of the coolest things that you can do here is like sledding down the dune yeah.
1: or snowboarding or
0: snowboarding down the dune. Well, not
1: it's sandboarding, well, I guess, sandboarding. <laughs> but it's the same idea. We were way too tired to yeah, attempt we, this. We just
0: hiked out there and, wa- and that was hard enough. Just walking yeah. in the sand. We did not. Did we hike to the top now? No, no. no. <laughs> we looked at it and said, no way.
1: Honestly, at this point we were, uh, I mean, we're even like pretty like go, go, go travelers and we were hitting a wall yeah, this for sure. Butts. But, um, because when we got to New Mexico after the sand dunes, uh, we found, we like hit our Airbnb and we're like
0: done. Yeah. We, we were definitely done. Um, and we, we had another cool Airbnb in Santa Fe, which yeah. awesome architecture there. Like
1: that's another is that one. Is adobo
0: style? style y- yeah. Think, they,
1: um, they're like made of, uh, clay, like clay, terra-cotta, terra-cotta, terracotta type. Right. Yeah. So the thing about Santa Fe is it was, uh a recipe for rest, I guess, in our way here, because one, we were extremely tired and two, it was pretty shut down. Um, I mean, there were still, we've like sat outside at a restaurant or two sat at a rooftop bar for drinks at, you know, at the end of the night, but it was pretty shut down. Like the stores were pretty much closed. You know, it wasn't a bustling city as you may find it today. So because of that, and because we were so tired, and the humidity was seven percent, it felt like our like eyeballs are
0: drying up. I felt like my eyes were made of paper. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, we like could not drink enough water. Um, we pretty much just rested on the Santa Fe day. We watched the entire season of Space Force.
0: Oh, yeah, that that it just came, came out. out. <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah, so um, it was kind of a perfect storm because everything was closed and we were tired and that's what it was. It was
0: nice. We did get to walk. I mean, there's, Santa Fe is really known for its artists. Yeah. Um, it's
1: actually the second art capital of the country, I believe, after New York City. Which That's is pretty right. impressive seeing that. So we it's not did, we did get to City. see some
0: galleries and some cool stuff. Um, and I had a margarita that definitely hit me harder than any <laughs> drink because of altitude and humidity. So oh, it's like the
1: best margarita I've ever had in my life. It was
0: also excellent. And yeah. The food was good. It
1: was unbelievable. Santa good. Fe, I would
0: definitely want to go back yeah. and kind of see more of the Southwest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we definitely were at the point where we were ready to be winding down.
1: Yeah. We were getting a little tired.
0: So I guess this brings us to one of the, most fun stories of the end of our trip so we were going to i, I guess our end was going to really gonna be memphis tennessee where shelly's from because that we were going to spend some time there and kind of like yeah. recoup before we finally went back to connecticut
1: another good excuse to see my family
0: right so connect that was kind of our like end game um but before we got there we were going to pick up shelly's brother who weren't supposed to we weren't
1: supposed, we to, weren't pick supposed him
0: up. to that's right. It was.
1: Out, you clearly don't remember the details, <laughs> the finer out, so. <laughs> details. So we had to skip Austin as a last minute. We were gonna stay at Austin, literally like right. three days before, oh, and then that's everything right. was
0: cl- COVID was ever yeah. changing. It shut down. It
1: shut down, and we just didn't think it was worth it. So we canceled our Airbnb in Austin and just went straight through Oklahoma City because it was a closer shot towards Memphis, and so we had like a you know something by the airport, a days in or something. And my brother called and was getting out of basic training and he had been, uh, he was flying from Texas, I believe, or actually maybe, I don't know where he was flying from, but the point is that his flight got grounded in Texas because of a storm. And so he calls me and he's kind of freaking out. He's not as well traveled. And he, (laughs) uh, you know, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to get home. And of course he wanted to see me and he was only going to be around for, I was only gonna be around for a couple days. he's just getting basic. Right. He's just we getting out of basic. He just wants to go today. home. Yeah. So he was upset and was trying to figure out how he was going to get back. And I said, well, actually, <laughs> as luck has it, we're in Oklahoma right now <laughs> and we're going to Memphis tomorrow. So if you want to, uh, we can try to figure out how to meet up. And so... That's what we did. We, uh, he did, got a rental car and met us, um, in like Northern Texas. And we drove to Texas from Oklahoma, picked him up and drove back to our hotel in Oklahoma. Cause we had like already checked in. We'd barely gotten in the door in Oklahoma, um, when he called. So we didn't get home until yeah, our home. We didn't get to the hotel until like 3 a.m. Or something.
0: That's right. Yeah, it was super. late. It was
1: super late. But and we then got we got him. <laughs> and he had to. He had a mat because he, he was just at basic training. So, oh, no, we had a mat. But he was like, it's okay. I was just at basic. So he sat <laughs> on the floor because we only had one. We didn't even have a couch. It was like the most basic hotel room. And so well, whatever we, we got him
0: before we got up and then yeah. made it back to Memphis. Then so we made it back to Memphis. That yeah. kind of rounds it up. But oh, oh, you forgot about did we get barbecue with Steven or did no
1: we? on the way? We, did, we stop did stop in one little pit stop in Texas because we had to get some Texas barbecue. I had to compare it. Um, so we did. I don't. I tried to look this place up, and I think it's permanently closed. The place really? that we went to. Yeah. and It
0: was a real mom and pop, like brisket, Texas. It was literally you
1: know? like this guy, like the back of his house. Right. And there was like a smoker and he handed it to us in a styrofoam but thing.
0: the only thing, you know, those are the things you're only going to get on a road trip, man. Exactly. You, know? you
1: would never find that unless you were just driving by it. So that is the, the, the end of the road trip was our last little rescue mission of my brother um, in Texas. And then we finally made it to Memphis, got to rest up a little bit, and then took the crazy long haul back from Memphis to Connecticut, which is about 21 hours, but we've done that a few times. So no big deal.
0: Okay. So that was a super long itinerary, um, (laughs) with a lot of fun stuff. And again, if you check out our website, you can see pictures and more stories from that trip. Um, So why don't we get into our road trip tips? I know we kind of talked through some of them when we went through our itinerary, Mm -hmm. but here's here's kind of the ones that we break down. So one thing, you want to figure out how far you're willing to drive. I would just go on Google Maps and start looking at how far those hours will get you. Um, Mm -hmm. A nice thing on Google Maps is you can add destinations and string Mm -hmm. them together and have, you know, uh, various options too. Mm -hmm. So you could choose to avoid highways. You could choose to avoid tolls, all that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Cause when you're looking and you're saying six hours, you can go six hours and 10 towards the North. You can 10 towards the South. You can go straight across six hours. So it's not just that you'll get one destination. If you look for six hours away, um, you'll get a lot. So I would just start playing around and see where it will get you.
0: Right. It's almost like you're using, um, if you had a map and you were kind of, um, Putting your finger on your location and then drawing out a line of how far six will get you. You can kind of wiggle around and see a radius of sorts around that area. And then you can start to string together some cool uh, uh, spots to stop. Yeah. So then number two, you want to leave time to stop on the way in case you find something cool.
1: Which we clearly did many times.
0: Yes. So you always want to have some buffer. You know, you don't want to be having to... Uh, arrive to your destination exactly on time with no wiggle room. Um, and it's always, you know, getting in late or whatever.
1: That's just not really the style of the
0: road trip. Right. Because again, it's about ex- enjoying some of the journey as opposed to just trying to get to where we are going. Yep. Uh, so number three, you know, you want to figure out your travel style. Do you want to go totally flexible? Or do you want to do something closer to what we did, which was having more of an anchor in each of your locations? So yeah. we definitely... Had a hotel booked for every night, or mm-hmm. we knew where we were sleeping. Yeah. And for us. For me,
1: that was a must.
0: And yeah, as much as I really like to improvise when it was a big trip like this. Discovering where we might sleep, especially during COVID, was would have been really stressful. I think
1: really stressful. But and even if it's not COVID, going in some of the you know higher volume summer months, places sell out, and it's right. just you can't count on it. And I just don't want to be looking around at midnight for somewhere to stay.
0: And you know there is something to it though. Um, kind of just driving until you decide you want to be somewhere and stop for the night. For sure, it's just another way. So you got to figure out your style. And um, the next thing is you want to figure out a home base and hop around from there. So it'll really save you some sanity by having to pack and repack all the time, which is, you know, most of the road trip you're doing.
1: Yeah. So like when we stayed at Yellowstone and then we were able to go to the Tetons for the day, we stayed at Oregon and then we drove the Oregon coast. So it's like we didn't just stay in that place or pack up and go. We kind of used that as our home base to explore a little.
0: Right. And then you really want to know your limits. Um it does take a toll, obviously, yep. driving, and you, you know you want to think how often are you switching off. If you're going to be one of the only people's driving, you got to remember and realize just how many hours staring at the road is going to take out of you.
1: Yeah, this is when I was when we mentioned that before. Like we used our friends as kind of our points of rest, um, but if you're not going to have somebody you're going to go stay with, you really should consider if on one of these longer road trips, spending a good amount of time—not two days, but like. Three, four, five, six days in one destination. Kind of halfway through to regain your bearings.
0: Definitely. Um, and then yeah, the the last thing I think you want to consider is packing.
1: Yeah, you know, if you're camping or not, it's a big consideration. Um, things that you're you know are good to have on the road, especially if you're in a. I mean, just any time actually, like jumper cables and extra batteries and
0: right, flares. Flashlights.
1: Yeah, like. Uh, if you're going to, if it's going to be any kind of cold at all, like
0: emergency blanket, uh, yeah, emergency right? blanket type a candle thing on your car, you just um, never
1: know. And if you're going to drive this much, there's so many things that can go wrong. You don't, you know, you don't need to be a doomsday prepper, but like you want to be prepared with some of these things. Just in case.
0: Right. And you also don't forget about your car. Um, one thing we did, on, this was such a long road trip that I did get the oil changed and I got some yep. things checked out, made sure my tires were good. We bought
1: new windshield wipers. We bought new windshield <laughs>
0: wipers. You know, just like little things, little maintenance things, making sure your car's ready before you go. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you just don't want to get in a situation where you are dead on the side of the road. Right. And you've got to come, you know, especially if you're in some of these remote places where there's really long stretches of road.
1: With nobody. Exactly. So what's next? Uh, You know, we'll continue to road trip here in the U.S., I'm sure. Um, But I think what's really exciting, and this has really taken off, I know, in like the social media world, but I've been thinking about this for some time, and I hope that someday soon... We're going to jump into the camper van world, not the move into a camper van and live in it world, but um, rent one in my three top places, Scotland, Iceland, or New Zealand.
0: Yeah, dude. that You know, and this is... One, one way we're thinking about road trips is yes, that you get used to maybe just traveling more, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's more cost effective. You could do weekend trips. Um, and again, you can go to our website and check out some of our smaller trips that we've done. You can look at the bigger road trip, but in, then even thinking on some of these more international style trips. When you get to this destination, using a road trip to explore is a whole nother way to do that.
1: Yeah, and the camper van does add a layer of ease to like traditional road tripping because then you can stay there. You're not having to find hotels. And in that case, I would go the more flexible route where I just drive until I'm tired and... Find somewhere to stay
0: your hotels with you. Yeah. So um,
1: I really think that that is the ultimate. There's actually a blog I follow, not sponsored. They don't even know I exist, um, but I will drop their link down at the bottom because they are masters at this camper van life. They even have a, a very young baby that they've been doing it with. So props to them. I'll put their If you're interested in the camper van stuff, I will put that link down in the show notes uh, because they're a really cool resource.
0: Well, man, that was a doozy of an episode,
1: yeah, what is it? It's like three days from now since we started. Um
0: well, I gotta say I joined the journey, <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, you know, I I hope you all liked listening to, you know, half of this, I think, was just listening about the fun we've had on a road trip. So hopefully inspire you to take some of your own.
1: Thank you for letting us relive that really amazing summer that we had road tripping across the U.S.
0: We have a full guide for this trip on our website, TravelMorePodcast.com, as well as many other fun resources. You can also find us on Instagram and Reddit.
1: You can also join the Travel Club for exclusive extras and discounts to some of our favorite resources. Some master classes are even in the works and some one on one consultations. So join now so you'll know, you'll be in the know when those things do drop.
0: So till next time.
1: Bye. Did you know that every time you book a Disney or Universal vacation, you're paying for a service that you may not even be using? Really? That's right. Travel agent costs are added to your Disney or Universal vacation, whether you use one or not.
0: So you're telling me that I'm paying for something even though I'm not getting the help?
1: Got it. So next time you want to book a theme park vacation, make your money work for you. By booking with Magic Pass Travel, you'll get our expertise and years of experience without paying any extra and while supporting a small business.
0: Check out our show notes to find our contact information.
1: Can't wait to help you plan your next adventure.